versus Jojo Diaz. Post fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, Let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Devin Haney wins by decision. Well, we got this one. I actually don't think the fight was very exciting, but going into it, I didn't think it was going to be very exciting. That doesn't mean that they're not too high level top tier guys just stylistically when you looked at this like we said in the pre-fight podcast and again you can check double check triple check everything that i'm telling you diaz has slow feet he has faster hands than he does feet and that slow feet it didn't allow him to close the distance very well on haney so when haney wanted to box he was able to box Haney also has fast hands, so he just threw combinations and basically outworked Diaz. Now, that doesn't mean that Diaz didn't have his moments. He did. He did land some big punches. And like George Cambosa said, who was sitting ringside, he saw holes. I saw holes as well in Haney. It's just Diaz isn't that big of a puncher. And you could see, even though he was putting pressure on, he wasn't landing a lot of shots. He would land good, significant power shots here and there. But for the most part, during the round, Haney controlled the round. So even though some people thought it was a little more competitive and maybe a little bit closer on the scorecards, personally, I didn't. I think the scorecards are okay. I think the 16-12, I think it was, is a little bit too close, personally. 17-11 sounds right about... The correct scorecard, in my opinion, I don't think Diaz came close to winning the fight. He simply didn't throw enough punches. He landed some good shots on Haney. Haney looked a little shaken here and there, and that's going to be an issue going forward because Haney is not a big puncher. I don't trust his durability. I'm telling you that right now. And so there's question marks in my mind about just how good Haney is and how he's going to fare against the bigger better guys in the division especially guys that can crack now Lenars could crack but at this stage of the game he isn't considered in his prime he's on the downslide of his career most people would consider that a fair statement and he was able to get to Haney Haney survived as well but Diaz was able to get to him too this is a couple fights in a row where you're seeing maybe a little bit of cracks in the defense where you can touch Haney And I'm not so certain against the bigger guys, the better guys, the more in their prime guys, the heavier punchers that Haney's going to be able to absorb those type of shots that Diaz landed tonight. Diaz was able to touch him and touch him clean. Uh, I won't say a lot, but consistently throughout the fight, maybe it was only once or twice per round. 
but he was able to land on Haney. Of course, that's not enough to win the fight. It's not enough to win rounds, but it gives you a little bit of an insight into maybe some holes in the game of Haney, especially if he fights George Cambosis. Speaking of that fight, that's probably the next fight for both of them. It looks like it may be heading to Australia. And as Sergio Morris said on the broadcast, he would favor Cambosa. I'm telling you straight right now, if they match up, I'm taking Cambosa. I like him in that fight. I'm not going to break it down right now. But he said ringside, I see holes. I agree with him. I see holes stylistically, the way they match up. I think that favors Cambosa. And I think that's a good match for him to take straight out of the gate after the Tiafimo win. Try to get the other WBC green belt. Get all the titles together. And then maybe a big Ryan Garcia fight. Who knows what happens if he's able to upset quote-unquote upset Haney. I'm not even quite sure that the line would be wide in favor of Haney, and I'm not even certain that Haney would be the favorite, to be honest with you, especially with the win over Tiafimo. If the location is in Australia, most people are going to consider that fight as going to go to 12 rounds, right? So they're going to be like, wait, is there going to be some home cooking there and this, that, and the other? The momentum from the Tio win... I mean, if Haney is favored, I think it's going to be close. And you could probably say the same thing. If George is favored, I think it's going to be close. But I think that's going to be a close line either way. Cambosa certainly isn't going to be a 4-1 to underdog like Jojo Diaz was. No way. No way. And... And hell, that's going to happen. So I think that's a much closer fight as far as the lines go. But I do favor George to beat Haney in that fight. Overall, we got the win. You're always excited about when you get a win. But like I said, I don't think it was an exciting fight. Haney did what he had to do. But when we capped this fight, you could see exactly how this fight was going to play out. Barring something crazy happening, you know, a bad cut or a headbutt or something like that. It was just Haney had the better boxing skills. And because Diaz has a slow feet, it takes a lot of time out of the round to try to close the distance. And then when he would get in range... Haney could spin out. Now, you did see, and we mentioned this in the pre-fight podcast, the times that Haney made the fight more difficult and got caught was when he was trying to be a little bit too macho for his own good, and he would stand his ground a little too much with Diaz, and it would allow Diaz to be able to throw shots and not have to worry about resetting, setting his feet, and chasing Haney back down. And when I say chasing Haney back down, I don't mean that Haney was running. It's just any movement at all gives Diaz problems. You've seen this in his past fights and it's going to be in his future fights he just doesn't have fast enough feet to close the distance quick enough on guys that can move so Haney didn't have to move like a jackrabbit in there he only had to take a couple steps and Diaz had to reset his feet every single time and that resets his offense every single time and during that transition Haney was throwing punches scoring punch points even though uh Diaz was blocking the shots. It didn't matter. He was scoring points, winning the round, and that's how he ultimately won the fight. So Haney only made the fight difficult for himself at times because he wanted to prove a point or wanted to show that he could trade with Diaz or wanted to go and get some, you know, some of his own off of Diaz. But there was really no point in it. He could have made the fight far easier by doing what he did for most of the fight, which was just basically use his combination punchings, uh, move around Diaz, make Diaz reset, and do it over and over again for 12 rounds. Uh, 
there's there's issues with Diaz going forward. I think he has top tier talent, but like I said, when you're that small of a fighter and you're not bringing punching power, it's going to be very very difficult to close the distance on guys that have good jabs, good footwork, and are throw combinations because he's always going to have to absorb so much punishment. And when I say punishment, punches coming forward, even if they're not hard punches, like Haney wasn't really hitting them all the time with powerful shots. He was blocking the punches for the most part. But the fact of the matter is he just had to walk through that before he could even get his own offense off. And that causes him to lose rounds. Now, you could say the same with a guy like Tank, who's a smaller guy, but Tank brings the power. And we're going to see Tank tomorrow. Tank brings the power, and that's the difference. Like, he can walk through some of the stuff, but he's got the equalizer. So when he gets in close, that equalizer changes the game. And he can win rounds because of that power, even if he hasn't dropped his opponent. But you can tell when somebody has power, and when he lands to the head and body, he's got that power. Diaz doesn't possess that type of power, so he has to almost use a volume type of style. And that's very difficult because he's already being out volume before he gets a chance to throw volume. So I think at the highest level with Diaz... He can certainly beat some people, but stylistically is where you have to look at JoJo to see if he's an underdog, if there's value there, because it really depends on the stylistic matchup if you can take Diaz as an underdog. Obviously, Haney Cambosa, this is what everybody should campaign for. George seems like a decent dude to me. Seems like a family guy. Doesn't party, doesn't drink, stays in the gym, does what he's supposed to do. I hope that he cashes in with a big fight after the Tiafimo win because Tiafimo certainly did not do that after he beat Loma. He didn't cash in at all. Basically had personal issues and trials and tribulations and financial problems and all kinds of issues and had to end up taking his mandatory and he lost. So you don't want to see that happen with George. You're hoping that he gets a nice big fat payday. It would be awesome if the fight could take place in Australia. If he happens to get by Haney, then the world is in his hand, man. He's got major big paydays ahead of him. And that's what you like to see in the sport because I'm always an advocate, whether it's uh, UFC, Bellator, MMA in general, or combat sports, boxing, kickboxing. I don't care what it is. I want to see fighters get paid because it's dangerous. You don't have long careers for the most part. And so they need to make as much as they can, as quick as they can, because it's a tough, brutal sport to be in. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.